0: 1990, to name only a few of the key texts, have, by their historical reach and theoretical power, made largely obsolete the traditional literature on the subject. In part, out of these works has developed an extraordinary proliferation of historical, literary, anthropological, sociological, feminist, and other studies linking the objects of these fields of inquiry to nationalism and nation. To adapt imagined communities to the demands of these vast changes in the world and in the text is a task beyond my present means. It seemed better, therefore, to leave it largely as an unrestored period piece, with its own characteristic style, silhouette, and mood. Two things give me comfort. On the one hand, the frill final outcome of developments in the old socialist world remains shrouded in the obscurity ahead. On the other hand, the idiosyncratic methods and preoccupations of imagined communities seem to me still on the margins of the newer scholarship on nationalism, in that sense, at least, not fully superseded. What I have tried to do, in the present edition, is simply to correct errors of fact, conception, and interpretation, which I should have avoided in preparing the original version. These corrections, in the spirit of 1983, as it were, involve some alterations of the first edition, as well as two new chapters, which basically have the character of discrete appendices. In the main text, I discovered two serious errors of translation, at least one unfulfilled promise and one misleading emphasis. Unable to read Spanish in 1983 I thoughtlessly relied on Leona Guerrero's English translation of José Rizal's *Noli Me Tangeri, although earlier translations were available. It was only in 1990 that I discovered how fascinatingly corrupt Guerrero's version was. For a long, important quotation from Otto Bauer's Die Nationalität und die Sozialdemokratie, I lazily relied on Oscar Yazzie's translation more recent consultation of the German original has shown me how far Yazzie's political predilections tinted his citations. In at least two passages I had faithlessly promised to explain why Brazilian nationalism developed so late and so idiosyncratically by comparison with those of other Latin American countries. The present text attempts to fulfill the broken pledge. It had been part of my original plan to stress the New World origins of nationalism. My feeling had been that an unselfconscious provincialism had long skewed and distorted theorizing on the subject. European scholars, accustomed to the conceit that everything important in the modern world originated in Europe, too easily took second-generation ethno-linguistic nationalisms—Hungarian, Czech, Greek, Polish, etc., as the starting point in their modeling, no matter whether they were for or against nationalism. I was startled to discover, in many of the notices of imagined communities, that this Eurocentric provincialism remained quite undisturbed, and that the crucial chapter on the originating Americas was largely ignored. Unfortunately, I have found no better instant solution to this problem than to retitle Chapter 4 as Creole Pioneers. The two appendices try to correct serious theoretical flaws in the first edition. A number of friendly critics had suggested that Chapter 7, The Last Wave, oversimplified the process whereby early Third World nationalisms were modeled. Furthermore, the chapter did not seriously address the question of the role of the local colonial state rather than the metropole in styling these nationalisms. At the same time I became uneasily aware that what I had believed to be a significantly new contribution to thinking about nationalism, changing apprehensions of time, patently lacked its necessary coordinate, changing apprehensions of space. A brilliant doctoral thesis by Tong Chai Winichakul, a young Thai historian, stimulated me to think about mapping's contribution to the nationalist imagination census map museum therefore analyzes the way in which quite unconsciously the nineteenth century colonial state and policies that its mindset encouraged dialectically engendered the grammar of the national